you first head out against um, Australian opposition for the year. I um, just wonder, once you got your scrapping tape off, what, what was your initial assessment of, of that head out? You know, pretty close, certainly for, for 50 minutes there. Um, Scoreline maybe didn't even reflect the, the, the severity and the toughness of that game. Yeah, I think it's a pretty fair um, assessment. I mean, if you, they certainly didn't help themselves um, with the discipline in the first 20 minutes and they got down to 13. I was actually really pleased with the way we played during that period. Um, we didn't overplay our hand, but we were really accurate and we managed to, to make them pay. Uh, to their credit, they, they fought back really well with a couple of um, probably soft lapses on, on our behalf, which let them back in. But um, yeah, like I said, right up until... Um, Probably that last ten or so, um, the game was was even there for the taking, and they they defended really well, which is what we expected statistically from what we'd seen. They're one of the, the better defensive sides going around, and um, on a tackle they ran some really good hard lines and, and challenged us there. So um, no, it was, a, it was a tough game, but I thought we played pretty well for the for the full eighty, and to come away with with a good win and a bonus point is pretty important. Three points in after 15 minutes. What do you think the key was um, for your guys to manage to to pull away in the way that you did um, to close it out in that last half hour? Oh, I think it was just going back to some basics. You know, just good hard carry cleans, playing at the right end of the field, forcing a few errors, getting a few set piece strikes. Like that's that's our sort of bread and butter. And as Sam alluded to, you know, we got a little bit scrappy at times, and um, you know, some individuals will not be pleased with some of their defensive efforts um, that led to tries so you know there's there's always things to work on but um, look I and I thought that they were you know if I go back 12 months I reckon there's some obvious improvement in their game certainly um, look like a team that um, have, a, have a lot of belief in the direction that they're heading and that was evident when you know they fought their way back into the game particularly before half time and just after half time. Sam, would you agree with that? Do you see, you know, if you look back to, to 12 months ago when you, you last faced those Aussie teams, have you, have you noticed an improvement? Um, I know it's only one game, but, you know, from what you saw tonight? Yeah, um, well, I can't really add too much more to what I said, but I thought they were, um, were good and, and to fight their way back like they did, um, yeah, was, was impressive. They've got um, a strong squad. I mean, it was always going to be difficult for them, particularly losing two hookers. Um, you know, the the line-out was... Um, we're trying to get a bit creative there, which was, was challenging for them. Um, so yeah, I think if they, they'll look at their game, if they um, take the, the discipline or the, the cards out, and then able to keep a hooker on the field. Um, so Clayton, did you have a, a reset after the Blues match? And it was such a big, big occasion and a very intense match, and to come away with you know with zero. And, and was there some sort of point where you guys sat down and reevaluated where you were at? Yeah, yeah. Look, we um, you know we lost a couple of games at home, and we we really like to you know see ourselves as well see our, our home ground as a bit of a fortress that other teams find extremely hard to come and win. And so it hurt us deeply, but it, but it hurt us deeply because we we let our strong support uh, support base down. That's what we genuinely felt. And so uh, look over the last couple of weeks, we've been searching for a few um, solutions to some of the problems that we were we were encountering. Um, particularly around the breakdown, um, and you know, it was particularly pertinent because um, we certainly read a lot about um, you know how well um, the Waratahs loose forward trio have been operating, 
um, that they really, really wanted to slow our ball down and I think maybe Gamble might have got one turnover or a couple of turnovers and but pretty much just got shot out, shut out of the out of the game. So well look we're making some improvements but there's still a long way to go and you know we we'll strive to get better and hopefully be there at the business end of the season. Sorry, which was it? I said it was pretty handy ball, four tries. Yeah. One short of a pretty proud Chiefs men um, who, who scored five last year. Um, so, yeah, not not quite at that level yet, but I'm uh, looking at a good day at the office. Um, but he was on the, you know, he was on the end of a pretty handy sort of operation today. Um, you know, helped by the fact that they lost some some key men too. You know, like down to, to down to thirteen or forty men. That's always always tough, and the the wingers are generally beneficiaries of, of that. So, and we've been on the on the other side of it, so we know. Just on Jackie, you said the, those four tries. A couple of those particularly came in that first half when you kind of caught the wing and really. I think the thing was the moment with Dwarzi really coming in just to let you open. Was that something today? You sort of you noticed on film and came in really trying to expose in that first half. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Look, we had a. Our carry carry clean game was our focus, and we felt if we got our first couple of phases, um, if we got a bit of dominance and created some lightning quick ball, that you're always going to stress your midfield and outsiders to to make a decision to either hold their width or come in and defend the n- narrower channels. And you know, when we when we got our game going, that's certainly what happened, and you know, we were lucky that we we capitalised on them. Yeah, were you surprised when the score over 27 I think it that it was that close, you know, like you felt like you had the game in control from, you know, second or third minute, really, and you got back to three points, like, we have a moment going, what's going on here? Um, like, yeah, you can, if you, if you certainly stop and, and think like that, um, yeah, I, I could have thought like that, but um, in the heat of the moment, like, there's actually, like, no point dwelling on what the current situation is, it's literally just focusing on how we're going to improve our situation where we are right now, and What's the most important thing? It's normally the next task, which for us after that intercept was was the kickoff. Um, so yeah, if you allow yourself to think and get sort of anxious or consumed over those sort of thoughts, it sort of takes away from what you actually need to do. And um, I was really proud of the way that the guys didn't sort of let that that feeling. We maybe a lot a lot of people watching would have been feeling that, but if, as long as you sort of stay in what you call the moment and focus on that. Um, but the boys did really well there to sort of swing it back in our favour. We've seen and heaps of times in New Zealand, and I imagine it's been the same here, is that teams will get away, but the other teams are too good. They're always going to fight back, and um, and often when you're know, down by 15 or 20 points, you really have nothing to lose, and you chance your arm and get a few bounces of the ball go your way, and all of a sudden you're right back in the game. It's, it's just about um, trying, to, trying to minimise the damage and wrestle momentum back in your own favour um, and we fortunately did that but you know it could easily have gone the other way I'm just uh, looking forward a little bit uh, would you be looking to bring uh, Quinn uh, back into the midfield uh, yeah it's I mean it's always an option we he, he's a midfielder you know like he's an all black 12 so we want to get him back in there um, we just didn't have the have the cattle this week you know we've got four or five of our outside backs either invalided or um, you know, just couldn't couldn't make the trip. So um, we'll, we'll just 
check out the bodies tonight and tomorrow and um, see see where we land. And I've only got a squad of 27 here, so um, doesn't leave us much breathing space. Clinton, Alex Nankor says you'll take this game from a new level this year. How impressed have you been from with what you've seen from him? And what do, you, what do you think it is about his game that he's managed to, to yeah, reach a, a new level um, this year? He's certainly been, been playing well. He's probably our most consistent performer. Um, I'll probably put it down to um, the fact that he's actually playing consistent rugby. So over the last couple of years, he's had to fight for a position with Anton Leonard-Brown, Quinn, uh, you know, Sean Wainui. So there's, there's been some competition there. And through one way or another, um, you know, Anton getting injured, um, us, you know, sort of rotating our All Blacks um, back in early doors. It sort of gave Alex the opportunity to string some consecutive games together and that's, that's been really beneficial for him. Any guys on Zoom want to ask a question? Yeah, hi, uh, hi Ed, it's just uh, Joe here from Stop. I just wanted your uh, comments on uh, the performance of Cortez Ratima tonight. <clears throat> um, I thought for a good portion of the game he got a a bit of an armchair ride because you know boys were doing a good job at the breakdown, um, but still had a couple of you know um, flustery moments. Don't even know if that's a word, but um, you know just just reflective of you know a young twenty-year-old man who's on the big stage, getting getting the opportunity to play big minutes because Brad Brad Weber's out and Cortez just coming back from injury, so I don't. Don't imagine he would have ever have dreamed about getting the sort of minutes that he's currently enjoying. Um, but he's making a good fist of it. Um, I, I, just, just on um, Alex Dankerville, like, um, do, do you think is, is, it, is this the best he's ever played in his short career? This current run of form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. As long as I've been coaching, he certainly has. Yeah. Um, uh, look, he's 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 always been a, a an, an outstanding chief and a solid performer. Um, like I said, he just hasn't really had the opportunity to string the, the consistent games together because of the cattle that he's been having to compete against. But um, he's doing a great job at the moment. Yeah, he's been with us since he was about 20 years old, I think. And um, it, particularly in his early stage, he had some horrifically bad luck with all sorts of bizarre things from appendix to getting sent home from South Africa because his visa played up. Thought he's had a, he had a real rough run for a long period, so it's awesome to see him um, have, a, have a really good run and show everyone what he's capable of. The Chiefs just commented before about how much of an improved team you guys seem to be, even from you know a year ago. Um, do you feel, even, you know, even though the result didn't go your way, do you feel like you're making the right strides and heading in the right direction to, to truly be competitive and super rugby? Yeah, I, I definitely do believe that. Um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's hard to comment just yet on the game uh, without reviewing it, but um, we defended for long periods of the game um, and defended well. Um, we put ourselves in a position, I think at the 55th minute mark, we're down by three points and we probably just weren't too good. Uh, weren't good enough by the end of it. A lot of teams, you know, when you know the team like the Chiefs get out to that sort of lead, might fold over. You guys certainly didn't, as you mentioned, you know, within three um, after 50 or minutes. What do you think the key was for you guys to, to keep yourselves in the hunt and get yourselves back into this game? 
Yeah, I think when we play uh, Rotas footy, we look really good. When we held the ball um, that first half, we put some together some really good phases, uh, and then we got some ascendancy early in that early in that second half and uh, played some really good footy again. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think we just need to be sharper for the 80 minutes. You know, I, I think you saw in that sort of last 65 minutes. 15 ago, um, how clinical they can be. Is that just a difference between the, like, is that sort of the step up towards those New Zealand sides that you see, that, that how, just how clinical they are in those dying stages to close games out? Uh, one thing I probably did notice is how clinical they are for, they are off line breaks. That was one thing. Uh, we knew they were going to be dangerous off turnover attack, uh, which they were uh, at points tonight, but, you know, I think when they make a line break, they don't miss. That was, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I suppose the that probably didn't look like anything that you had in your mind as a game plan. Um, from about the second minute, you were losing players and ended up with uncontested scrums on the rest of it. Um, how difficult was it to be in a position within that game? And I guess the second question is, like, how do you gauge a game like that where there were so many calamities? Oh, we had... Yeah, I don't, I'd prefer not to sort of make excuses around that. We um, uh, just touched on there earlier... Difference between us and the, the Kiwis at the moment is that last 15 to 20 minutes. So we need to. Um, that's the biggest thing we we need to improve. We sort of cream rises, as they say, and uh, we're not quite there yet. So um, I'm proud of their fight and their character. Uh, they've shown character all year, so I'm proud of that. We got to we got to get better in the last 20 minutes. Did you find that? Given the injury toll and you know having a red card and that being kind of lack of not to take away from the players that come off the bench, but you probably lack a bit of punch at the back end of the game. And, you know, was there for the taking? Yeah, yeah, that again, but no excuses. Like we uh, we just weren't good enough today. They were they were better than us. Um, and yeah, like you, when you, I guess when you finishes are starting or going on earlier, you do like a little but. We haven't finished well all year. Like we, we keep stats on the last 15, 20 minutes of games and we haven't done well in that aspect just yet. So that's the next progression for us as a team is to do better in the last 15 or 20 minutes. Darren, you got hurt a couple of times off, uh, off their fast ball and their fast recycle. Is that something you put extra attention into for the New Zealand teams? Is that a little bit different from what you've been? Yeah, the biggest... The biggest note, the most noticeable difference for me, was we, we sort of made we missed more tackles, had more passive tackles than we've had in any game this year, and I think a big part of that is down to the quality of their ball carriers. Like there are, we've done really well to date with two men in the tackle, tackling well, slowing up ball, but when they were dominating contacts like they were. And they weren't blatant big missed tackles that were causing line breaks, but just getting seams, getting over the gain line, and then they're going forward. So definitely a step up in the quality of their ball carries. That was uh, the, the biggest notable for me. You mentioned uh, how proud you were with the comeback. A lot of the experienced guys, Jeff Holloway, Jake, uh, stepped up in those moments. But it was also some of the less experienced players, people like Charlie Gamble, made that really decisive run that led to the Alton some try. So uh, I guess there were some things <laughs> coming out of that game. Yeah, we said at half time, like the, I think we conceded 21 points in the 20 minute red card period. 
And it was important to me that we didn't make excuses in the second half. We were back to 15. So we had 15 on 15, albeit with a few positional switches. Um, we wanted to win that second half, and it looked like we were going to. But again, as I touched on, just that last 15, 20 minutes, that was just too good for us. Um, but we'll get better. There's a lot of fight in that group. Charlie Gamble, yeah, he's, he's immense, isn't he? Like he was... Uh, yeah, I have to watch it a bit closer, but first impressions, he was he was probably our best guy on the field again. Um, and a bit of a shout-out to, to Will Harrison. Like he got a pretty significant knee injury there, so he's a tough little bugger as well, and he's been... He's had a horrible run with injury this year. He's bounced from... I think this is his fourth injury, but this one looks like it's uh, pretty significant. So... Um, yeah, I really feel for him. It, it, it adds insult to the wound or salt in the wound when you lose, when you, when a good young fellow like that gets a, a major injury like that. I don't think he has out. Yeah, it's not looking good. It could be more than that as well. It was just when you went down orbitally when he tried to make that tackle? Yeah, just on the edge there, trying to make that try-saver. I, I looked at it. If you look at it in slow motion, it, it makes your stomach turn. His, his leg gives way there pretty significantly. I just to lift the mood up, maybe. Uh, Jake, are you claiming that 50-22? Is, is that a, a planned uh, plan kick? No, it was actually like, oh, we just got turnover and I saw space in back foot. I wasn't aiming for a 50-22, but I didn't actually realise till boys started screaming out. So I jumped on the back of it, but yeah. Dan, you're going to obviously rule line and then you've got a couple of front rows with head knocks and this is going to have to the process, I suppose. Um, you've got a depth in that front row that you cover. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll look into that. Um, the rain's a pause on it, a little bit in that area, but yeah, it's just how quickly things can change. We went into that game with the, the smallest injury list or unavailable list we've had all year, and we were. Um, we were confident, we were ready to really give it a good fight and uh, yeah, some things go against you, that's footy, you have good days, you have bad days, you put a bit of luck and uh, luck didn't go our way but uh, I'm confident that both hookers will be able to turn around, like it's an eight day turnaround to our next game, as long as they, they get asymptomatic pretty quick and go through the, the protocols, there's nothing to say they'll be out. Um, obviously Angus is, yeah, we've got to work through that, that'll be a loss. If we lose, if we lose him, but um, again, I, I, I genuinely believe there's no malice in that. Like some of those tackles, just sort of end up a bit awkward, and yeah, we'll, we'll figure out how we um, how we go with that one. Well, I know you want to not make excuses. When you assess this game, how will you be able to assess kind of that? You talk about the last half hour. You had a prop thrown the ball into the line out, for example. So you basically lost that platform. You know, like how can you assess this? Yeah, yeah. Again, you can't be. We probably won't. I won't be as hard on the boys around that. That's not Harry's job here to, to throw line outs, and I think even Jake threw one as well. Um, but there's other parts of the game we could have done better. And again, I feel where this. I want this team to get to is that excuses aren't an option. We just get on with it. You're going to have bad days and unlucky days. You just got to. You've got to stay in it. And, and the crux of it was the Kiwis blew us away in the last 15 or 20 minutes like they've been doing for years. So 
we got to get on with uh, fixing that. Yeah, none better than probably the Crusaders at blowing teams away. So looking ahead to, to, to next week, how do you ensure that it doesn't get away on, on you and, and how do you best prepare to, to tackle a team like the Crusaders? Yeah, but it's, it's obviously we always knew the this whole this next south of the comp was going to be hard game after hard game. Um, oh, I think we get a good home crowd. We'll be good. Uh, I'm really hopeful. Yeah, our fans are respecting what we're doing, and and from game one at Leichhardt to game two, we had a good jump up in the crowd. I'm I'm hoping they know that every week we'll we'll deliver a passionate and committed performance. And yeah, we'll. we'll I don't have a magic solution to share. I guess Aussie coach has been trying to figure out that last 20 minutes against the Kiwis for years. So we'll um, we'll go and talk about it and think if we can just get be aware of it, be mentally stronger, uh, get more out of our bench and, and have them clued in to add an impact. Again, uh, we'll see how the game goes. But um, I'm excited. I'm already excited for the challenge. Jake, um, you had Michael Lipper back this week. Um, First of all, just the talent he brings, but also the leadership. For yourself as captain, there was a few times that you had players out of position, uh, two players off the field with cards. Was it helpful to have him to lead back on as captain? Oh, it's, it's been great having Hoops back. Um, yeah, his leadership's invaluable for us. And, yeah, there's definitely points on the field. Um, obviously, Jed's a strong leader in that pack, and obviously Hoops is as well. And there's periods of that game where I need to lean on them, and they were... You know, really accurate with their communication. Um, but yeah, it's awesome having Hoops back, real competitor, great leader. Um, makes it that little bit easier for me. Okay, thanks, Steve. We've just seen a question on Zoom. Um, Darren, what was the Tom Horton injury when he came off? Tommy Horton, yeah, same thing, concussion, uh, HIA. So he, he didn't pass the HIA, so uh, same as Parecki. Yeah, it's, uh, both of us got knocks in the scone. Thanks.